Welcome back to Street Riders. 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Mark, what do you get if you multiply 10 minutes by 55? (laughs) (laughs) Chevy Chase said it, uh, imitating Gerald Ford in an old Saturday Night Live, nobody informed me there would be math in this debate. (laughs) So we've got at least 550 minutes of filling ears with writing tips and tricks and blather. Pretty nice uh, sense of accomplishment for uh, folks who've been listening along with us. I heard most podcasts do not make it past eight episodes. So, Jeez, we've got it. Uh, (laughs) Now do some more math. Eight times 55, we've done almost six times as much as the minimum, right? Five and a half times, there you go. And some people say six times too many, but... (laughs) (laughs) And what's our rule, Dan? You and I are having fun, who gives a shit? Take a swing at this. These are tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. I'm gonna give credit to somebody you can find on YouTube and a million other places. Uh, He's a content creator, photographer, and videographer called Photo Joseph. He talked about with mobile editing Mm -hmm. on LumaFusion on your iPad or your iPhone, he calls it lean forward editing. And he's talking about editing like video editing at this point. Video editing, yes, video editing. His point is that you always have your phone, you always have your iPad, they're always on. Mm -hmm. And that if you've got five minutes and you're, you know, sitting at a kitchen table, you just lean forward, turn on your iPad and you're editing. Moving along something that will ultimately be a final. It's not like you're kind of scribbling something that you then have to adapt to your, your editing station and your editing workstation he calls lean back because mm-hmm. that's typically big monitor big pc maybe additional monitors and you've got your kind of command console there and you've got your big comfy chair and you're going to spend time there you're going to make a decision i'm going to spend the day editing or the night editing and that's more of what he calls the lean back editing which is a traditional way to edit a video mm-hmm. two things as writers right we we're resilient we adapt the second part is we steal so yep. I've ah yes I've stolen, my favorite. There you go. I've kind of done both for Photo Joe for Joseph. I give him credit, but it's also lean, lean forward writing, and mm-hmm. that's what I really kind of because I do the lean forward editing, and I've done it now for a year with LumaFusion. But I love this idea, and it reminded me of things we've talked about: carrying a notepad or a journal or something like that, scribbling thoughts when you come to it. This continues that in that you know you have whether you're in Microsoft Word or Pages or Google Docs or even if you're working in a script program, Celtic or something like that. Every one of them has a mobile version of it, and so. It's the same principle. We talk about the process. In my case, you know, it's sitting down for 20, 25 minutes every day. Everybody has their routine, but this is a nice addition to that. Uh, Sometimes, you know, you get to where you are and in your writing session, you may get to a point where you think, I can't read this again. I'm I'm pretty much done. But if you have it in your pocket because you have the mobile version of it and you have 10 minutes on a walk and you just kind of want to look at it again Mm -hmm. you're looking at that final version so any change you make is going to go right into that final version and having that ability to clear your head go to a different location and just let it go where it goes it's wonderful it's leaning forward into the finish right that's what's new about this to me is like you're using these tools on the go 
not to just like I'm capturing a thought, mm -hmm. but this is now giving you the opportunity to get to the to a more refined place in your writing. Yes. Right. Start yes. to move it into that editing, not quite well, maybe even finished place. Five minutes yeah. here, five minutes there, Absolutely. ten minutes there. You're starting to Absolutely. complete your work now. Lean forward. Thank you, Photo Joseph. I mean, you're still gonna have to lean backward to dig in and when you want to get on your laptop and stuff. But sure. this is a nice, a nice way to think about it. Got a tip to share? Send it to streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. They beat us to the punch. Admiring the craft or being jealous of it? My jealousy is as green as a lightsaber blade on this one. It's all about the Clone Wars, which is an animated uh, Star Wars show just wrapped up its seventh and final season and i just never paid attention to it and now that it's it's finished and it's on disney plus i started to watch it and i have just been so impressed in our mind's mm -hmm. eye or at least my mind's eye you know star wars represents something you know a certain mm -hmm. kind of space adventure a certain kind of quality of of intrigue and newness and space samurai <laughs> you know in terms of the the jedi or whatever and i'm five six maybe seven episodes in and I find that there's a combination of epic adventure that these Jedi characters who always seem to represent real power and magic and mystery and, and, and spectacle are coming across in much, much more interesting ways. You know, a lot of the characters in these, in these, in these films are clones because it's the Clone Wars. So sure. they're, they're represented in the movies by these clones of soldiers. So they're all the same. And in the movies, they're all the same. They're, they're expendable. Mm -hmm. Here they're managing to take clones and give them different distinct characteristics and, and, and individual moments. They're taking these cookie cutter battle droids from the movies, which are very um, ridiculous characters in the movies with very sophomoric humor. And mm -hmm. they're giving them humoristic bits, which are, are quite clever and, and, hmm. and intriguing. So almost every character that's that's glossed over in the movies is getting their due here and i want to see another one i want to see another one i want to see where it goes there's there's different twists and turns that are that are really intriguing it just feels like the people making this or who have made this really got it they were obviously fans of the world but somehow they were able to lean into it and find these qualities that the bigger films which you would think have all the energy behind them have just missed the mark and these hmm. guys, maybe they were like a little shadow operation. It's got me on the hook and I'm really jealous. <laughs> what writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message. Hit us with your best shot. It's time to get in the ring with us. Yeah, 14, 15 years ago, I was doing plays off Broadway and mm -hmm. trying to get stuff published and was lucky enough to have some of it published and some picked up and things. And I had written a play that w ran off off-Broadway, and it was really poking fun at the nutrition craze. But I stumbled across it. This is pretty close to what we're, we will be dealing with if and when restaurants open. The, the combination of everybody's going to be trying to eat healthy to mm -hmm. improve their, boost their immune system and kind of social spacing and stuff. And I read this saying, shit, this is like happening now. I'm going to read a little bit of a lead in for it. It's called No Danish Zone. <laughs> There's a person called 6B. He's a consumption consultant, formerly mm -hmm. known as a waiter, Lorraine. And she is uh, obsessive, scared, and paranoid as a customer. And then another customer who is her husband, called Larry, he's worn and beaten down. The scene is a restaurant that looks more like an antiseptic hospital ward. Two tables are at center stage. 
They are pla- there are plastic covers over them. At rise, Sixty enters, dressed in surgical fatigues. He removes the plastic cover from one of the tables. Then, even though the table is immaculate, he cleans the table and chairs rigorously. Lorraine and Larry enter, also dressed in sur- surgical fatigues. 6B. Good evening. I am Consumption Consultant 6B. Lorraine, you're new? I have just been transferred to this. Lorraine, we are risking our lives by breaking someone in. Madam, I, what if he creates an unsanitary condition and I'll have you know that I am antiseptically certified in healthful ingestion and sustenance serving. Now, if there are no further digestion digressions, your sustenance will be served. They sit, carefully arranging their silverware. 6B exits, then returns with carefully wrapped serving tray. He places the tray on the stand, removes the wrapping, places each plate on the scale, then on the table. You may ingest at a comfortable yet purposeful pace. (laughs) They nod. 6B leaves. They eat in careful, measured, joyless silence. Lorraine maintains a look of concentration while Larry grimaces after each mouthful. Larry lowers his head and talks downward. So, how is work? Lorraine lowers her head and talks downward. Honey, you know that talking while consuming disrupts my digestive tract. Sorry, I forgot, as he looks directly at Lorraine. Lorraine peeks up and catches him looking directly. You look directly at me. Oops. You know how many airborne particles have just saturated my sustenance? Cut it right there. You wrote but, this la- last week? Because this, I, like... I, I, is that crazy? I mean, I read this thing. I said, holy shit, I have my dystopian, you know, near future when restaurants open thing. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I'm like, I mean, as a writer, I'm a little bit lazy. So I'm like, I'm just dusting this off. I'm going to put it out there as is. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and connect with us at streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen and their friends and consumption consultants too. Take it to the streets. And fight to write.